Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Hey, welcome everybody back to the podcast. Uh, I'll be the host of this here podcast, the greatest the Ted Smith, greatest podcast on all the land, all the land. Uh, only two of us in the room tonight. Coming live from the desert, MCTP. Matt Cobb, the producer. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. I mean, I'm a world traveler now. I know. I, I brushed up on my German, and then I forgot the stuff I learned. So, I pretty much only I only knew like Guten Tag, right? It's like hello, like Guten Tag, and then uh, Danke for like thank you, thank you. Okay, but most Germans speak English. Some okay. some semblance of English, right? Because they all learn it like in grade school or something. Okay, so. Some of them can speak it pretty well. Some of them just kind of search for words. I'd say it's kind of like me and you, right? Like I took Spanish in high school, so yeah. I could know enough, I think. But like I couldn't hold a conversation. Okay. And okay. So so they're like all, you or I, like our level of Spanish, most likely for English are a little bit better than that because it's it's Europe so- and it's a little bit more common. Right, right, and like they're Germans, especially that part of the of Germany and Bavaria. Like they all—that's what I'm saying—they all speak some of it. But like going to the grocery tap grocery store in the little town we were in, like they did not speak much English. But like a lot of yeah. the waiters and stuff, and then like you know me, like I was like talking to people and BSing, and you meet some Germans that could speak really good English. Yeah, you're you're right, dude. I remember that when we were in Amsterdam, and then when we dipped into a grocery store, it was like, oh, there's. There's no English anywhere here. Like, obvious. <laughs> this is where the people just go day to day. Right. And like, you'll well, like, turn around. Yeah. Trying to, like, and you know, right? You were in Amsterdam, right? So, like, I don't know how Dutch is. I think it's close to German. So, like, you can kind of figure your way through it a little bit. But when you have to read it or just listen, like get on the trains, like we almost got on the on the wrong trains, going the wrong way, like going to the match and everything. But it, it was fun. And like, I don't know, like, right. I was only there for a few days. So like the first day we were there was really nice. We had like a cook, like a chef come out to the house nice. and we were like 40 minutes south of Munich. So like you could see the Swiss Alps from my from the Airbnb. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And we were in like a little village, and then there was a town like five minutes away, Wolf Wolfratholzen. <laughs> so like, one more just, time, Wolfratholzen. Dude, that sounds sick. <laughs> it took me it took me days to learn it. So like Saturday, we got up and we drove over to Dachau, right, which is one of the former concentration camps, which is yes. super serious. It was the home of the SS, like. Dachau is like, I mean, they'll they'll never escape that name. And like, it's very, I, don't, I wouldn't even say sad, just emotional. Like, I've been to like Civil War battlefields and stuff. Like, going to a former concentration camp is completely different. And I think, frankly, if you get the chance, go do it. Like, it'll really change. Mm. You, you'll realize how quickly that happened in a country like that. And like, how it started with like political prisoners and this and that. And it's just, it's, it's intense to say the least. Yeah. 
I bet. So we, so we do that Saturday morning, and then we drove into Munich and went to the world famous Hofbrau House, which is like the most famous beer hall like in the world, maybe. Wow. Now, unfortunately, though, it's also Tampa Bay's like official bar. Oh. So, I mean, Matt, you know me, right? And all right, look, full disclosure. I was envisioning all- like the, the ray of light, like beaming down on it as you're walking up like this golden moment. And it's just <laughs> decked out in red. It's all dude. God damn it. Or Bucks fans. And I mean, th- this is their official bar. So, I mean, they're all in there. They're like handing out stuff like and and this like you've seen the videos of like oktoberfest it's just a normal saturday there like it is so crowded in that place they're like like the waiters are running by with like just liters of beer and stuff so also though our buddy ron right from belfast like okay he was going to the game so like like i was like all right i gotta meet up with him at some point on saturday so we had done dachau which is super intense now we're at the at the hofbrau house we like order some beers i have like and you know i'm so fired up but i have like half a beer right i've been mm-hmm. traveling uh matt i had to drop a heater in the hofbrau house dude legendary that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> so, I mean- like, cause we get in there and you know like like i want to start drinking beer and having fun right but you know when you're just fighting it and you're like i'm like i keep looking at everybody goes anybody else hot and they're like it's a little warm you okay? And I'm like, like, you know, just like that do on your forehead when you got to like, I, I got to go get this done. But then like I start BSing with some people. Either way, it's one of the most famous beer halls in the world. You can imagine the toilets had a lot of piss on them. Oh but I'm like, God. screw it. I got to clean this off and just get this done. That's hilarious. Right. So then I get back and I am ready, raring to go. Like you order, you can order off the menu, but then there's literally just a woman that walks around selling giant pretzels so like we order some pretzels right dude i know and and not even that matt the crappy little mustard that's on your table and like a little squeezable package was awesome (laughs) so ron's like dude i'll come meet you and uh yeah he met us there and like we start bsing with some germans there and the germans do the by the way the germans love tackle football like it was a massive deal to have that game there. And they it was the biggest ticket request they'd ever had in the history of that stadium. And Byron Munich's one of the biggest clubs, like soccer clubs in the world. Yeah. So they're all like, <sighs> how did you guys get these tickets and this and that? It's like, ah, oh, this and that. It's like we hang out there. Saturday night probably was we went to like a fancy place in Munich, was probably the nicest dinner I've ever had in my life. Really? Oh. Like one of the dishes was a lobster curry with coconut rice and like like a truffle foam inside a coconut shell like it was it was unbelievable dude <laughs> so right i mean wild it was dude it was it was crazy so then we're trying to decide what we want to do sunday right like i'm kind of anxious cuz i want to go down to the stadium and start you know hanging out with seahawks fans but you know, like Miles and Thriller with us. And to Miles' credit, he was like, why don't we go into the little town and get like breakfast or something? So we're like, all right. So uh, how should I phrase this? Let's just say Thrill was hurting a little bit Sunday morning, right? <laughs> so we also, we realized like, we're like, all right, we could take the train. We're the last last stop in Bavaria, Wolf Rattles. And like, nice. we, we go into this restaurant and Matt, it is nice. And they're like, you have reservation? We're like, no, like, we just want to get lunch or, or, you know, brunch or whatever. And they're like, okay. 
So like one dude who does not speak very much English, like sits us down and he goes, he's and I'm in my Seahawks like gear, like Ken and Donnie are in their gear. And he's like, Seahawks. I'm like, Seahawks. And then he's like, I'm a Ravens fan. And I go, oh, you're a Ravens fan, huh? And he goes, yes, Ray Lewis, best wide receiver ever. I was like, well, maybe the best linebacker ever. And he kind of looks at me. So here comes Thrill. He's, he is hurting. And he like slinks over to the table. And I go, hey, this guy's a big Ravens fan. <laughs> and the dude, Matt, like loses it. And he's like, you're Ravens. And he, and you know, Thrill, he's like, yeah, man, like I'm a Ravens fan. And he's like, beer. He doesn't take any of our orders. He just brings Thrill a liter of beer. And he's like, it's, it's like, I pay for this. And we're like, all right. He's like, none for Seahawks. And then he starts bringing him schnapps and stuff. Matt, he is dead serious. He's like, none for Seahawks. Just just for Ravens. And Miles is like, I'm a Ravens fan. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he like brought him over like a little appetizer, some type of little crisp. And like where I'm sitting, I could see this dude. He's like the bar manager and he is eyeballing us. So somebody at the table leans and when he sits him down, he goes, not for Seahawks, only Ravens. So somebody's like, hey, Thurl, can I try one? And he's like, sure. And I go, hey, man, that dude is watching us like a hawk. Here he comes. And he picked him up and walked him back over to Thrill and is like, not for Seahawks. <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. <laughs> oh. I mean, by the end, he was like laughing and stuff. Like he keeps looking at me. I'm like, no, oh, we're cool. But it was just, it was wild. That's that was mm-hmm. so. Saturday night was probably the best meal I've ever had in my life. But Sunday, I got a Venus schnitzel, like potatoes, salad. Turns out, I'm into pickled beets. Ooh, they show up everywhere. Those then, are good. Yeah. So like then our waiter is like, oh, I like you Seahawks people, and he's giving us shots of Jägermeister, but it. Again, it's Sunday. We've been having a good time. Everybody else is like painfully getting through them, but like it's Seahawks Sunday. I'm pumped. Let's get it. So <laughs> then, go, boys. right? That's exactly what it is. Then we take the train down to the stadium. We almost got lost, but some American just piped in and was like, "You're on the right side." And I was like, "Thanks, dude." Huh. Uh, get to the game. It's it's wild, dude. I mean, it is sold out. Our section. We were close, to like the Tampa bench. So the uh-huh. Tampa fans were American. But all the Seahawks fans, every time I talked to them, they were all German. Really? Oh, yeah. So, like, even in the fancy restaurant on Saturday, this couple started talking to me. And the guy was like, yeah, like, I grew up in Germany. Uh, You know, he's like, I'm just tired of our football, like soccer. He's like, I just prefer your football. And he's like, I stay up at night so I can uh, watch fantasy football or check my fantasy football team. And I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then the stadium was awesome. It's also Europe, so they just treat you more like an adult. Like after the game, I just walked out with a beer. Like they don't care. Nice. Uh the Seahawks looked kind of crappy in that first half. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, I mean the game analysis, I didn't I wasn't really looking forward to as much as, you know, the the experience as a whole. <laughs> I watched the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's kind of weird, too, is like, I like they really like football, but then they love sing-alongs. Like, I don't know if you could see on the air, like when they played Country Roads, that stadium erupted. Yeah. And they all know the lyrics to Country Roads. So, like, the two dudes in front of us, they were like, oh, uh, 
Jimmy Buffett. I'm like, well, it's John Denver. <laughs> like, you're close. And then I go, why do you guys know this song? And they're like, in Bavaria, this is a very famous drinking song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> Which, I mean, I hate West Virginia, but like, even there, when they started playing it, I started singing it too. Like, wow. if you ever lived, like, you know, I grew up in Maryland, so I know all those lyrics. And I was like, all right, like, I don't know, it was just kind of, it, it was wild, dude. It, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, I saw Bruce Irvin was really digging that moment. Yeah, well, because right, him and Gino are West Virginia guys. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> was he was soaking that up. Yeah, and I tried to explain to the dudes in front of us that Miles was from West Virginia and played football there, but like those are the kind of things they didn't really get. Yeah, <laughs> they like they don't even fathom. They're just like they sing it, but it, you know what I mean. They. Like they don't know all the states and everything. They're just like, yeah, all right. It's a very famous song. Uh, so yeah, Germany, Germany was great. And every time I travel out of the country, I'm like, I've got to travel more. Yeah. Um. How how strong was the beer there compared to your usual Coors Light, Miller Light, uh, palate? So here's the deal: is that like. They have purity laws on their beers. So like they can't use the same uh, like there's some bad chemicals we use in our beers to make them last longer. Really? Like in Germany, they can't do that. Right. To make them to make them last in the cans. So it's not that the beer is any heavier, but it's uh, it's just it's cleaner. So like you can drink a bunch of them like you'll get drunk, but you don't feel nearly as bad the next day. No kidding. Yeah, that's why when you see those beer halls, like people sit in there all day drinking that beer and like and you kind of like you're eating pretzels or bratwurst. So you're kind of eating and drinking the whole time. But like I was talking to a dude uh, that was Austrian and he was like, yeah, it's like I'm not as proud of it. But he's like, I had 17 beers yesterday. And he's like, look at me. I'm fine. And I was like, you do look fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, in America, you put all this crap in your beer. And I was like, dude, oh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And then also like beer, like so the taxes in Germany are super high, right? Like using an ATM fees are high, but like just buying beers or whatever was relatively cheap. Hmm. So it's like, yeah, like they have universal health care and they I think the taxes are through the roof. But like, I mean, we went to the grocery store and bought a bottle of Jack Daniels. It was like fourteen dollars. Wow. Yeah, I don't even I mean, in my neighborhood, I bet it's it cost me seventeen, twenty dollars for a fifth of Jack. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that was kind of different. And then most of the like bars you go to, like they just have a sign like on the wall of like what beer they serve there. Okay. And then they so, get it from that brewery and they got to serve it within like two or three months. Whoa. And it's just yeah. like one beer for a while at the same place. Oh, they have like house. It's like houses, right? Yeah. So, like in that town we were in, like the brunch place didn't have one, but like the other bar we went by, just had like a Lowenbrow sign. And it's like, right, they serve Lowenbrow there. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, Dude. like, I, you don't see, like, you can get, like, a Rattler or, like, other stuff. But, I mean, it's pretty much just, like, German beers. Everybody's drinking the same beer in that beer hall. Yeah, either, like, the light or the dark one. Whoa. Yeah. And you know me. I didn't I didn't waste a lot of time. It's just like, yeah, the, the leader of beer, like, send one over. <laughs> Dude, that's both both those things are just mind blowing to me. The the purity laws and 
the idea that the bars just say light or dark. <laughs> yeah, it's that right. It's not like here where you go to a bar and there's like, right? Like I was at Flat Stick Pub on Sunday for like the awards banquet. There's 30 some beers on tap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Seattle's notorious for that, but you know, just America in general, you know, everywhere else is caught on. But yeah. I mean, what's the famous one? Uh, Yard House. We have one of those down here. They got so many beers on tap. They do. You know what's funny? Yard House for like such a giant chain with that many beers, like they actually do a good job. Like I have a buddy who's uh, like a serious kind of dude, doesn't drink or anything. And every time he travels, he's like, actually, I really like the Yard House. They have some really good food. Dude, I had some (laughs) great service there at the location down here last time. God, I can't remember the guy's name, but like, yeah, I was Tyler was uncomfortable with how excited I'd get when he came over by the end of the <laughs> meal. <laughs> Here it comes. This is going to be awesome. Well, it was also kind of funny, too, is like there's a couple of people on the trip that I hadn't hung out with before. And like we're having brunch and like I go to the bathroom and then it's like 10 minutes. I come back to the table and they're like, did you make a friend? And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, not in the bathroom, but like I went outside to take a picture of the town and started BSing with a dude. And they're like, well, who is he? I was like, ah, he's a fisherman, rides a motorcycle, doesn't like Harleys, likes BMW bikes. And they're like, you don't even speak German. Like, how did you get all that out of somebody? And I'm like, I don't know, man. He's a nice dude. We were just sitting out looking at firewood on this r- idyllic river. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's wow. And I like that you were like full on, you know, at the game at the most, you know, famous beer house in the world. And then but also got out to stay in the village, you know, and like get get away from, you know, the like get into small town Germany for a bit, too. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Like, I don't. Like you, this town we were in or right like you don't just stumble upon it so like when we went in there i was like oh they don't see a ton of americans i bet in this town <laughs> that's where their english really got tested right because that was the one waiter was like i speak better english like i'll help you guys because they were just like uh and like the one guy just kept going ravens <laughs> like all right fella calm down <laughs> that's so funny dude Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Sticking with traveling. Uh, I will say this is kind of ironic because Cobb's not here tonight. So the team he sponsors won my league. They did. They did. But I wasn't on it. <laughs> and you are not on that team. No, my Dude. team lost in the semifinals and I completely fucked up. A, I should have tied it up, Matt. Beautiful. I'm streaking down the middle of the field. Center it, center it. Great pass from a guy on my team, splits two defenders, and I completely whiffed on it. And it just popped over my foot. And I was like, mother, f- mm. dude. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Everybody's like, don't sweat it, man. It's public. I go, I, I know, but it is going to bug me for three months till we start playing again. Well, it was, there's a point where I was really hoping that it would either be you winning the championship, not as Cobb's team. Or Cobb winning the championship without you, without him even realizing that you weren't on the team that he was still sponsoring. Like, but then you're like, how many teams are in the league? Four. Four. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, there's a 50% chance of one of those two things happening. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it was like, I mean, it was right there. I was just like, come on, uh, Ted. You're damn. better than that. 
Oh, man. And I had been on fire this year. Like, because I missed a bunch of weeks. I was like my dad passing and like just other stuff, like going to Germany. But every week I went and played, I was scoring at least one goal. And I was just like, I can't believe I missed that ball. Man, it's all right. Fuel to the fire, you know? (laughs) Right. Oh, all right. We got uh, Thanksgiving coming up this week. I mean, we could talk about turkey stuffing, all the good stuff like the pies. I put I put Tyler on a pumpkin cheesecake instead of a pumpkin pie this year. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's a great move. Okay. Also, the QFC. You know what they're selling now, Matt? No. So, like, you can always get like pre-made pies at QFC. They're fine, mm-hmm. but this one is half pumpkin, half pecan. No. Yes, I know. I was like, should I just buy them? Like, no, I'm not buying a pie just have sitting around the house. But I was like, that's ingenious. That's so funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, it sounds like it's I heard that. I was like, I mean, that's made exactly for Ted. Like indecisive stoner. (laughs) No, that's family gatherings where like. Maybe maybe there's just a couple kids and one likes pecan, one likes pumpkin. <laughs> like they, they definitely had a different demo in mind. But just just looking at an indecisive stoner that loves all varieties of pie, <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's the market right there, right? That's and dude, it was like a what was I in there? This was last Friday, so I mean it's Friday morning, right? Like I had just left the gym. Right? It's not like I'm stoned or anything. I'm just like, this is genius. I should get one. <laughs> Not only that, and then also they had they have candy canes now that are full of miniatures of Fireball. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if it had wow. been Saturday afternoon, I would have bought in both of them. But I was like, it's Friday morning. Like, control yourself. You don't need a candy cane full of Fireball and a half pumpkin half Dude, pecan pie. I know, but those are, I mean, that's wild that both the Murder QFC has some impulse buys for your boy what oh yeah right i mean literally those candy canes of fireball were right at the checkout it was (laughs) i was like i mean let's just it's cost efficient 20 bucks for this like that's just good thinking festive and like a bargain wow who (laughs) who would i be to pass that up right I, i mean i almost feel dumb i passed it up well yeah i mean they're probably sold out by now actually all right, so you got the pumpkin cheesecake. What where, where where do you rank stuff? Like turkey can be good if it's good. Like, yeah. I'm making shrimp this year. I okay. still feel like stuffing and mashed potatoes really dominate. Okay. We I mean, I've given stuffing so much. It's funny. I didn't like I feel like I've liked stuffing basically since we started this cast. Stuffing had a big turn in my Thanksgiving rankings. Uh it's awesome. I guess it was couple years before we started it but it i didn't always like it but lately it's like yeah the stuffing's great but the crescent rolls and the green bean casserole and the stuffing all right by each other in the same section of the plate is my favorite section of the plate yeah i mean sweet potatoes or yams are pretty pretty hard to beat up and honestly the house i go to one of the uh one of the women that shows up there, she hand makes rolls and they are, uh, I think it's Brenda and they are the best rolls. <laughs> like 
generally I'm not too big on like the rolls or whatever, but I'm like, these are great. And you're right. Crescent rolls are an easy win. Dude, with the marshmallows in them. <sighs> Wait, on the crescent rolls? Yeah, you can put marshmallows in them and cinnamon. Oh, all yeah. right. I didn't know about that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think my mom might have been the one that started that or someone else in my family growing up. That was always how we had them. Marshmallows. Um, and I think cinnamon. Have you ever had the ones around Easter? Like my buddy's mom, she's a big Christian. She would make them. They're called resurrection rolls. But same kind of thing. Like it's like a roll you're going to bake, but you put a big marshmallow in it. And then when they're done, the marshmallows like melted into the roll, but mm-hmm. it's empty like the cave was because it's Easter. Jesus is out of the cave. <laughs> he's, he's risen. <laughs> they, they are delicious. Yeah. Uh that's awesome. No, I haven't. I haven't heard that term. Resurrection roll. Yeah, because as you're describing that crescent roll, is like that sounds a little bit like the resurrection roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah. That's definitely. I'm trying to think that the marshmallows aren't like super noticeable by the time it's all said and done. But between them and the cinnamon, you know, it's just it's gooey and nice in there. Yeah. I would also I always take this time. I didn't I didn't do it on the mega cast. I think I might have done it last week, but I'd also remind people like, look, you know what? Thursday's Thanksgiving. It's a holiday weekend. Like you're not going to you know, like, I don't know. Just have fun. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) Right. Like if you eat a little too much, you'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I just know people that are like, I've been super good this year and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, it's a holiday. I don't know any fitness person that doesn't enjoy themselves on a holiday or vacation. Like, don't overthink it. And like, look, yeah, sure. The Brussels are great. Were they cooked in bacon fat? Yes. Good. <laughs> Should we enjoy them? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you worked with me, but a while ago, like my my last few nutrition clients that I've worked with, I mean, I've I've gone a little bit even harder in the direction of like, the stress that you stressing over nutrition is worse than most of the food out there that you could stress out about, which is most of it. If you follow anyone on a certain YouTube channel, like you can find a YouTube channel to terrify you of all the foods and stress you out to the point. But like, yeah, just enjoy yourself, especially on Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know. It's just such a classic thing. I think there's, uh, you know, it's it's just a fun, fun American tradition that like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely like, yeah, not the time to be thinking about fitness and nutrition as a guy who lives and breathes fitness. I spent 16 hours at a high level anatomy seminar this weekend for fun on my weekend. And I loved every second of it, Ted. I sat in the front row in my psychedelic sweats and just I didn't even bring a notepad, but I just wanted to listen. <laughs> it's just all in that. I love fitness and nutrition. Have a good Thanksgiving. Don't don't <laughs> trust me. Just no, no, no. Don't stress. Have fun. <laughs> well, like, right. Like if you haven't been doing stuff like well they're like thanksgiving one day is not going to ruin all your progress and also like if you hadn't been doing anything then like i don't know it's still thanksgiving like it, it's okay yeah. just there's no reason like look you're probably getting together with family some friends who knows like there's enough stresses around it like the whole point is to eat a meal and 
and listen, we could sit here all day and talk about Thanksgiving and how it started, this and that. But like, look, at the end of the day, it's a holiday where you get together, you're going to eat some food, enjoy some company, like just just enjoy it. Yeah. You know what? If if you want to like push push us back on this, listeners that can't like <laughs> um, I would just say you could instead start Black Friday resolutions. Just get out in front of the New Year's crowd and just roll with that and have a great Thanksgiving. If you really want to, you know, be a hero in these next couple days on the fitness and nutrition front, that would be my advice. Don't don't sacrifice Thanksgiving for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a traditional Friday morning after Thanksgiving cardio guy. I remember right. once being in the gym. It's like me and one other dude, and he's like. What do you got planned today? I was like, oh, I'm going to eat a bunch more. I just I'm just trying to break a sweat. I go, I'm, I'm kind of faking it. I'm, I'm barely doing much on this treadmill. And he's like, yeah, same. He goes, I just want to break a sweat. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm sweating gravy. Dude, yeah, you're you're helping your digestive process by getting out there and getting some walks, getting some steps in out there, you know, uh, between all the madness for sure. But uh, that's actually like I was thinking of that as like, no, I think that would help you eat more later in the day, Ted. I think that's a smart strategy for enjoying leftovers. Like, if you were just laying around all morning in a food coma still after sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I will say, full disclosure, though, years. Now, this, I can't remember how long ago. This probably was 15 years ago. But I definitely went to a Thanksgiving. It might have been longer. Might have been, either way. Like, I had just really gotten into smoking weed. And like we smoked so much and ate so much food. That was one of those times I got home and I was like, this isn't even comfortable. You're, you're just laying in your bed just like, oh, why did I eat so much? Yeah. So I've been on both sides of it. Yeah. It's usually the dessert that does me in on those. But <laughs> Yeah. And I'm a weirdo because like usually Thanksgiving night, I'll have like a piece of pie. My shoe is more like Friday, the Friday after like sandwiches and then it's like hey break out that pie yeah <laughs> well my thing is like the pumpkin pie and the amount of whipped cream that i'll put on which doesn't have a lot of calories but like it's not the best thing to have the amount that i will have on slices of pumpkin pie if i have multiple slices of pumpkin pie and then apple pie with ice cream like it's just like i just yeah i mean ideally most of the time there's more space between my dinner and dessert, but you know, it's just all kind of a blur on Thanksgiving, but I definitely feel like that, that sugar rush at the end is always the thing that does me in. <laughs> well, the other one I love too, is people are like, yeah, it's the tryptophan and the Turkey that makes you tired and this and that. It's like, no, nah, it's just that you ate a giant meal at three in the afternoon. Like, I don't like, like, you just, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't generally hunker down on a meal that big at three. Like, of course you want to take a nap. I'll blame the tryptophan. And it's like, listen, Betty, I've seen you drink five glasses of red wine, too, but it's the tryptophan. Yeah. <laughs> Gets me all tired and loopy. <laughs> right? The tryptophan is crazy, man. Uh, all right, let's take a little break here, and then uh, we'll be back with what's maddening. All right. Thank you to all our sponsors there and uh, happy Thanksgiving, folks. Since, again, we don't have a cob, just a kind of quick little Matt and Ted podcast tonight uh, talking about the holidays. Let's check in with what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Uh, before we get to what's maddening, 
Wow. Yeah, I he he usually bookends both sides of this thing, huh? Yeah, it's all right. The man's right. traveling. Yeah. No. Uh and, a, and the full mystery. disclosure, last week we didn't have a podcast. That was my fault. My internet in my house was all messed up. Last week was our scheduled buy. Was it? All right, it was the week before. The week then. before was a technical difficulty. Okay. And yeah. Uh but yeah, that was you know, hey. International travels for the Seahawks. I love it. Um, <laughs> this week with the bye week, uh, like I mentioned, I went out to Costa Mesa um, and spent 16 hours in a gym listening to this awesome guy talk about uh, anatomy, mobility, joint health, uh, mechanoreceptors. Uh, it, it was pretty, pretty wild stuff that was you know, um, something I've I've had recommended to me a lot over the years. Uh, a lot of people I really respect in the industry swear by it for joint longevity and mobility and uh, upkeep, prehab, rehab, all sorts of, you know, uh, awesome applications of some pretty simple stuff. But like, it's a deep dive to, to, to walk away with those simple action steps for your clients. <laughs> <laughs> And and so, you know, there's a lot of there's just a lot of nuance to why something so simple works so well. And so but then I was watching one of the videos. Uh, there's also like 12 hours of video content that I'm still working my way through. And it's just it's insane. But it was a lot of fun. Like, I would say it flew by faster than any other continuing education thing I've done. And like, I didn't want it to end. Usually at the end of the two days, I'm like. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, I'm just, I just want to sleep. I was like, dude, come on. We could do another day. Like, uh, so I hit, trust me, I know those things. I've been sitting there before and I'm like, I just want to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was pretty excited for lunch the second day. That was the most I wanted to get out of there. And someone, at he took questions and someone like we were almost out of there and then someone raised their hand for a two-parter <laughs> oh, i was gonna say and like that's a fitness crowd like that's a crowd that enjoys their lunch yeah yeah the presenter had a a, a word or two about getting <laughs> we're ready for lunch dude make it quick <laughs> oh, actually it's two parts uh dude <laughs> so funny uh so yeah, it was cool. Uh, Costa Mesa's right by Newport Beach, you know. Um, and so yeah, it's just a you know, Orange County. Uh, I didn't actually go down to the beach. I was too busy, but it was it was still fun to get out there. Um, coastal. It's just a different vibe than desert out here. Um, <clears throat> Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night. One of my friends that um, I've talked a little bit on this podcast about when I went to that school in Montana. It was like yeah super wild uh it was, yeah it was like a uh very interesting place uh paris hilton made a documentary about uh that it gets referenced in all about like these crazy ass schools that existed back in the day um but they've been shut down because of lawsuits but 
the guy that did my intake there, like the day I showed up and was just like petrified and confused, like he was the guy that was like, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's the most one of a kind, unique bond for two two bros to share and we've kept in touch you know myspace back in the day and then facebook like just a little bit here and there but then we got to uh meet up for the first time since yeah probably last saw each other i was 18 so half my life ago damn yeah and you know i mean yeah it was it was super fun like he's a great guy um you know we've we both come a long way he was in the marines worked his way up to the recon uh nice and yeah it was just he's just kind of a bad spear yeah he's a trainer now and you know yeah it's just a just a cool dude so um yeah we just kind of geeked out on fitness talked about back in the day because it's such a wild thing that like it's just not very relatable like not not very many people had that kind of experience and like we have pretty positive perspectives on it like not everybody that went there does. So no, it's tough to find someone with the, that went through it in the first place. And then like also with the same mindset about it as me. Oh boy. We just, we took a narrow uh, segment and made it even smaller. So uh, yeah, it was really cool to, to connect with him. I was really excited about it. And uh, yeah, we just broke down over, over some Mediterranean food. And so we don't have, a great mediterranean spot here in town there's one in downtown palm springs that we'll go to but they have a bunch of good stuff i don't just get a euro there so i had uh euro for lunch and for dinner that day (laughs) dude i just uh the building we work in they like redid the lobby and everything so they had like a like lunch and stuff and there's a place down in georgetown called see you dad okay it's all mexican right just means city yeah uh but same thing, man, like falafel, like whatever that cheese is that they like grill and stuff. I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, I got to go down to this restaurant. See, you like also, a Mexican place serving falafel. Well, see, you dad is just Spanish for city, right? Spanish. OK, so it's more so Mediterranean, this is, right? It's Mediterranean. It's kind of okay. that's what I'm saying. It's like falafel. Like, I forget what that cheese is. It's not pan- paneer is Indian, but like. It was really in some of the food. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, oh, I'll try this. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm also an idiot. I thought it was Indian food. And people were like, this is not Indian food, dude. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm just exploring. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, go get some of that Indian food. And they're like, yeah, that is not. I was like, yeah, I usually just get, you know, uh, chicken or whatever. But like, I'm really experienced. And they're like, yeah, because you're eating Mediterranean, dude. Like, that's not Indian. <laughs> that's awesome uh yeah but when you come back up we'll go to that place because i'm with you like mediterranean food overall to me is a is a home run yeah that sounds great um yeah so uh let's see i'm trying to think we've been off a couple weeks i went on a couple little day trips with tyler to some little mountain towns around here check out some fall colors uh place Places that you would really like, Ted. You could, I could see one of them had a bunch of orchards um, nice. and pumpkin patches, but they all had like 
places to hang out and drink. Like most people were just kind of hanging out there drinking, you know, and we were like, well, we don't need a bunch of pumpkins and apples. Like for sure. It's just the two of us. So like, you know, we walked around a little bit and then it's like, well, we don't drink. So you know, we get some food. We like hit the vape pen and walk around a little bit and kind of go to the next place. And it's like, that's that's Ted will lose a whole afternoon right there. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, what was he going to say? Like Bavaria is like that. Like it's all gourds and everything. But like, yeah, same thing. Like just you're right. Like hanging out in the bar, like drink it all day or whatever. Yeah. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, one of them was called Oak Glen. Uh, the other one's called Idlewild. I talked about that place before. Nice. Um, yeah, Idlewild's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, we went back up there and yeah. Um, so been busy on the weekends. Three weekends, I think, since I talked to you last. Three different road trips. Um, <laughs> I know it is weird. You're like three road trips. Like I was in Bavaria. Like we, yeah. we've been busy. Yeah, Cobb's traveling, but we had to get one back in because that you know the is the bye week. But you know we're back out here, and yeah, it's great to see you. And it's it's good to you know Cobb's mystique works for him, and it's good to let people miss him. Like, oh, dude, Cobb's mystique's like his sister started playing in my league, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was. Sunday night, I'm talking to her, and she's like, "Like, yeah, I think he's getting back into town like Monday or Tuesday." And she's like, "Yeah, I don't even know I'm his sister." And I go, "Yeah, I'm one of his best friends. I'm not positive either. <laughs> we have a podcast <laughs> scheduled, but we'll see." Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, we don't. We're not going to do a cop topic or emails and everything, but uh, yeah, like Matt and I were saying earlier, just like enjoy Thanksgiving, man. If there's somebody at the Thanksgiving table that you don't like and they try to get you in an argument, just ignore them. Let them say their statement. You don't you're not going to win the you're not going to win that argument over a Thanksgiving table. Yeah. You know what? Uh, there's that Nicole Westbrook song that I always plug every year produced by the same guy that did Friday. But this one's way better than than Friday by Rebecca Black. But it's like it's a banger. You know, like if you want a polarizing topic, like I think it's it's a great song year round. Just like it's it's fantastic. My girlfriend disagrees. Right. That's our Thanksgiving argument every year. We don't talk about politics. So her name's Nicole Westbrook. Uh, the song is called It's Thanksgiving, and I highly recommend it. Nice. And the USA is playing England at 11 a.m. West Coast time the Friday after Thanksgiving. Then you'll have the Apple Cup on Saturday. Of course, the classic Maryland Rutgers matchup that everybody looks forward to. <laughs> Dude, you so it's just a great weekend. You totally could have gotten that pie in hindsight. You oh yeah, you trust me. There's me a chance I might buy. <laughs> I might buy one tomorrow <laughs> and just bring it with me. Like you didn't have to bring pies. Like I just travel with half a pecan and half a pumpkin pie for this all four days. You never know when you're gonna need one. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. All right. Well, there you go. There's a, a little Thanksgiving uh, podcast. We'll be back next week where I'm sure we'll talk more about eating about Thanksgiving and then uh, ramping up for the for the Christmas season. The old holidays. The old holidays. All right. For MCTP, I'm the Ted Smith this is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>